It's March 11, 2022. This is Ablecraft, episode 25. I'm Abel Kirby. And I'm Sir Spencer. And I'm Midas. Yeah. What? You know, yeah, at the beginning, right? It's not an Ablecraft episode. <laughs> you have to say, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Yeah, so we were doing, yeah. <laughs> we're doing a lot of that, yeah. Me and the yeah, yeah, yeahs. Uh, we're yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be a crazy show. And what I like <laughs> to imagine is the guy who has no idea what, what's what been going on in the last week and a half of podcasting. So uh, most everyone. Who just, who just <laughs> listens to Ablecraft and thinks that we're doing a music episode or something. It's going to be wild, okay? So button your buckle up, buddy. Um, so uh, the background is um, on Rare Encounter, we started doing a bit about revisiting uh my co-host cold acids uh long abandoned visual novel project and it's a it's a video game jam and it was a story we wanted to write and produce and it, it's always been kind of a for the last decade honestly uh kind of like a running joke oh we'll do painter story okay and then it turns out we decided to do it this year for real it's so, cold acids vinegar book cold acids vinegar book is uh, is painter finished. story and yeah. so the the tie into Ablecraft is we're going to do something with lightning um, that has not yet been done for games like this, especially not with visual novels. And we have we've talked about a a couple ideas of how that would tie in, um, but we don't have anything solid yet. We need to figure out what the lightning network component of this is going to be, because uh, I think that's what we're all aside from the you know the game and the fun we're all having putting it together i think that's the uh the meaningful part for uh for able for Ablecraft. yeah hey boobs was that you popping in yeah yeah i heard uh, uh, i heard uh, echo. <laughs> yeah i knew Still it i called there. it so we have a uh, doppelganger on the show who's uh we invited him to an earlier call and he, he delayed so uh boobery mothman of the miniocalypse is here uh he has some other credentials i can't remember him uh and uh well, Spencer, let's get some stuff out of the way first. Yes. How you been doing? How you been holding up? What, what? I've been I've been doing all right. I've been diving into the RenPy documentation and just trying to wrap my brain around some stuff. I didn't know uh, a couple of things like the distribution that you're thinking of. I noticed that they have uh, support for a web interface now they can uh, this thing can run in web assembly what so it could run in a web uh browser well that's a new one which is kind of neat i think um it seems to be sort of on the newer side of things so i like haven't tested it or looked around but uh i know that they support steam obviously itch there's a lot of itch uh stuff with rempi but i just want to pick your brain about like how we see this thing rolling out uh, they also have mobile support for uh, x86-64 and ARM64, so uh, both of those are iOS and Android yeah. compatible. Uh, I just didn't know where the limit was or like how deep you wanted to go in the rabbit hole. If we did the WebAssembly stuff, then it looks like it could be done you know, on a web phone browser too hmm. if we wanted to sort of nix the mobile and just say you know if we if we come up with a web view if we come up with web assembly uh distribution then that's multi-platform already yeah well that's 
That's interesting because I was imagining right up until now that it would be a file you have to download and run on your computer, like, uh, you know, a zip file that has either the basically the Windows version or maybe, you know, a compressed Linux uh, compiled version of it because RemPy will generate all of those kind of automatically with the same script. So the script file that you create that has, you know, not just the, the dialogue from the game, but it also has the game logic and the the um, assets are in, involved in there. You only do one of those, and then when you generate, when you when you're done with your project and you want to build it, um, you can just simultaneously build a bunch of different versions. I mm-hmm. don't know what it takes to build the Android or iOS versions. I presume the iOS is going to be harder to build than Android, um, at least harder to build something that we could actually distribute. Um, but possibly, I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, because it's a little bit more closed system. But what yeah, if I think it, you need a Mac to make an app for the yeah iPhone? What what would it take to release this on a website? That's what I've been looking into. I don't think it's uh, Flash. I don't think <laughs> it's Flash. <laughs> Literally, I've on seen my a lot of room Hey, hey, we were upgraded. We used Microsoft Silverlight around here. <laughs> Lollipop, at least. All right. Anything before Lollipop, get out. So we need a headless Drupal server and. <laughs> Oh God! Be still, my brain. Oh God! Uh, my my notes literally say WebAssembly show tits. <laughs> well, that's that. I think is a question that I need to lean on the software guys to figure out. Um, yeah, I think um, Cotton Gin, uh, his ears perked up in the chat. I can see his ears from here uh, when I said WebAssembly. So he and I can maybe get together and brainstorm that. Okay. Um, I've also been looking at custom UI stuff because of uh, maybe a little bit of feet dragging on, oh, we don't have to skin it, oh, we don't have to go all out. Like, what? We've got the whole gang here. We're definitely yeah. going all out. Skin it to win it. Uh, skin it to win it. That's what I said, man. Like, we got to skin it to win it. And uh, I'm thinking fonts. I'm thinking colors. Yes. Uh, I've got, you know, access to the Adobe fonts library. Adobe colors I love. I usually use them to pick out some palette stuff yeah. so um, we can go obnoxious with color too you know painter story uh yeah. there's an excuse there to uh to kind of go wild and there's kind of some implied uh, trip sequence type stuff through that throughout the plot as well yeah so yeah it's gonna be fun um there are a couple other uh turns to the uh well there's a new member i should say to the programming team we had serpent uh, oh yes, um, Serpent shouts uh, out. Yeah, and then there's another actual twist because Serpent sent me an email and said, "Hey, you know, I want to, I want to join. What can I do? I can do some code." So I said, "Hey, I'll put him on the coding team." And then I think you've noticed that I put a. Uh, let me find one of these messages on the mass email to, um, not email DM to the coding team. I have Serpent added on. Well, it turns out that's a different Serpent. What? There's two guys. I was wondering why he was like, "Who the hell is this, and what am I doing here?" <laughs> so he sent he sent me a uh, he sent me some DMs earlier, and he said, "So uh, why am I why am I on an Aragay project? Why'd you tag me in? And also, how'd you know I'd be into this?" <laughs> 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 so 
So I sent him a link to this feed. I don't know. You could be listening now. But it's, it's uh, all guys with uh, that handle, Serpent. They're uh, yeah, so secretly we, into this shit. S-E-R, Pent, uh, is in IRC. I've been talking to him. And then uh, S-I-R, Pent. Is, oh, uh, pen, so we, we on NAS. we're welcoming serpent, not serpents. S- well, I I mixed them up because I just had, yeah, serpent and serpent. He's Enrique on NAS. Look at that. Yeah. There you go. So I'm going to update my contact book here really quickly. Uh, also note to self, by the way, never make a uh, humorous, clever toot right before you do a bunch of shows <laughs> in a day because your notifications just get all fucked up. Oh, uh, that's easy for me. I don't make humorous uh, and clever toots. Now you sell yourself short. I make uh, bad, boring ones. Bad, boring. So, um, he's interested in joining, and so you know what I was gonna say is now we have two snakes. We got the twin snakes cooking here. Ooh. We can, it's like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> Which it's one? Gonna, of send yeah. your dick pics. <laughs> Which one of you is liquid? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm Raiden. That's me. There you go. <laughs> With a smile like this, it has to be. Do you always bonk them with the dull end of the blade, or do you go sharp end, like slice, slice? Uh, yes. Pointy end. Pointy end is what you stab them with. That's what I was <laughs> Well, now that we've cleared that up, yes. Yes. Um, so we have guests here. We got Metis. Metis on the writing team, and uh, I wanted to get your take on the record. I think we talked about, just before the show, we went through some of the writing I wanted to pass the torch a little bit to you on getting the rest of the uh, the outline fleshed out and getting scene assignments to everyone so we don't have people sitting idle. Right. So that as soon as they finish the thing they're working on, I want them fed the next scene. Uh, even if they're even if something has to be edited, what I want to make sure is that the first drafts are coming through so we at least have a first draft of everything. Right. And we can dial it in and tweak it. So what can I do to make that happen? Do I need to get everyone on the writing team together? I can do uh, some math stuff and say, hey, talk to me. This is giving you an assignment. Uh, what I, needs I to happen? I can do it. You can do it? I can do it. Yep. Okay. And then I'll take care of it. For, for editing, I was going to go through and make a pass, uh, unless you want to do that too, um, to try and clean up some of the problems I have with the, uh, the scene. But since you're in charge of the writing, I don't want to step on your toes. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I'll go through and make a pass on the writing and the you know how it's written and the actual elements of the story. I am not sure on the formatting. Right. We talked about it a little bit, and I took notes. Um, but I I would like you to go through. Obviously, when you go to put it in, there probably still going to be some some of that formatting for the the engine. What I can do for you is send you from a, a production game. I've worked on a couple of these and I have some that are uh, the source code for some that are released. I can give you a block of script that has um, inside it. You'll see the dialogue, the character, you know, how oh, ca- kind of the difference between that. And you'll yeah. also see the cues for uh, how the cues for sound effects and music and stuff are baked in there. Um, and you don't, the writers don't have to put in the cues for music and sound effects. Um, and some of it gets a little complicated, so that's, okay. it has but, to be done yeah. by the director, you know, but you'll be able to see what's, what the end result is at least. Okay, great. That works. Um, could I get a copy of what that looks like too? Yeah. Uh, well, shit, I'll just share it with everyone. I'll upload it to the project server. Um, as I think I'll make a little folder called example, there we go, project paint, and I'm going to put in folder examples. And I'm going to put some uh, some files in there 
from previous Rempi projects, and you can all see what kind of what's expected. Awesome. Um, I also have for the UI guys. Um, I have some examples of skinning, and I have some examples of some complex, um, complex game integration stuff. I'm talking about like map movement and state machine stuff that goes on inside Rempi, so you can, uh, you know, trigger. Uh, well. You clicked over here once and it remembers it, and then you know it'll change what this graphic looks like later, stuff like that. Um, how to implement? We're not going to do a money system, but we also had like a shop in the money system in another game. But eh, I don't know. Maybe that's overkill. We don't need that. Well, we, we gotta we gotta have sets, right? Oh God, sets. that's it. We gotta so he, we gotta have sets. Maybe this is for everyone. Uh, Sir Spencer, at some point, boobs. at some point, you gotta buy a burrito, or you've gotta give money to a poor girl who needs a burrito. <gasps> yes, more on the and, money. Okay. Uh, and uh, obviously, you can opt not to do that, but you know, there's like a there's like a script change there. There's like a decision factor of do I. Give sats to the girl who needs the burrito, and how many sats do I give to the girl that needs the burrito, huh? Okay, I want to go around the table, and I want, um, you know, spitball some ideas for how are sats going to be integrated in this. So I've got buy a homeless... I guess it'd be the burrito girl. Unhoused. Buy a unhoused... <laughs> a burrito. A filthy vagrant. <laughs> um, we could just unlock uh, burritos on the menu. And so the burritos on the menu are exactly the same as the uh, the normal ones, except their name's different. So it's basically yeah. like any other uh, aesthetic uh, element inside a game. Unlock burritos on the menu. Midas, what do you think? I like the, the um, unhoused, like throughout the game, you could uh, just be encountered randomly <laughs> with unhoused. Like every time you leave the burrito shop or work. An unhoused person comes up. <laughs> it's like, would you like the to more donate? times you say it, the less I can take you seriously. Yeah, it's got spare sats. Got spare sats. You could spare. Spare. So I've just got spare sat. Beggars and hookers is what I put inside the uh, the line here. It's uh, not racist. It's a fact. What do you think, boobs? I haven't heard from you. I'm still chewing on it. I know, I know you were talking about uh, having to pay off the dude to not flash you, which yeah. I don't think you pay mentioned off. here. So this is what what this is doing is holding the game player hostage uh, and doing something unpleasant if they don't pay an invoice. Which, yes, I don't know. That's a little. As long as it's innocuous and it's not like delete your hard drive, then I think right. that's okay. Hold. It's not technically ransomware, right? Yeah, not it's not technically. <laughs> you can always just close the game. <laughs> and there's a bigger question of how this is going to be integrated. So what we need to be able to do is I generate an invoice. A, oh, go ahead. Uh, it would be a little more innocent, but uh, maybe there's a fountain that you can toss a Satoshi into, like a wishing fountain. Like toss one Satoshi, you know, yeah, it's, or it, it, any any amount, but um, you know, yeah. there maybe there could be like some sort of karma branch. I'm not or sure what that would. What that maybe would like. we could. I don't know if this is too stupid or too um, difficult. I'm I'm not sure, but maybe like we could have coins in the UI, and maybe even like different denominations, like a yen or like a 
a you know quid and a a penny and all this stuff and then like the the sat equivalent will generate you know like if you toss a penny or a toss a nickel or you toss a canadian quarter in or you toss a you know a yen co- coin like I'm all these I, different coins i'm thinking like uh, new england we had the toll booth tokens but then i got thinking what if there was a toll booth between your work and the burrito shop and so you had to pay the guy for you miss a dollar 25 oh how about it you could toss a gill in like uh, the final fantasy gill yeah. <laughs> one gill yeah good job Okay, so we got coins in the UI exchange for quote-unquote real money. Okay, we got gill, dollars, gill, subway tokens. In the uh, chat, we have cardboard sign with Jesus saves and a QR code. We have uh, your character has to cross a bridge and there's a troll. (laughs) Yeah. Must pay the tolls troll. The chat is working overtime over here, I tell you guys. It's kind of straightforward, but how about just a leaderboard? Yeah. The person who donated the most money to the to the kid that was begging for money or threw the most in the fountain. Yeah. Or... I think the fountain with a leaderboard is my leading uh my leading thing right now. Cause some of these other ones, I don't want it to get in the way of the game. Right. Um, I want it to be extra. It's it's play to pay is the the thing we've been doing so far. I don't want to stick with that. I I don't mind putting some weird exchange thing in like so you send a uh the, the you send an invoice to load sats into the game and then then what? See, I thought that you would have to charge to see the wiener. Now this is like all backwards. <laughs> It's going to be a really gross wiener. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how are you going to sit down to pose for that? Yeah. So what technically has to happen? Unfortunately, Bolt 12, which was the um, – it had a, a feature inside Bolt 12 for Lightning, which was going to allow a perpetual invoice where you could – it would let us generate an invoice at the time we compile the game and put it in and then just have it open forever and it would always be good uh, that you could always send sats to it and pay it. Um, but we don't have that. Invoices time out now. And so if we want to present an invoice to the player, what we're going to have to have is some back end. First, we're going to have to have some well, you can, system. You can, generate right? a, you can generate an invoice that doesn't expire. Or you can generate one that's like a reasonable for your purposes too. Like also, a, like you could do a twenty-four hour invoice. You could do whatever you wanted to do. You can do one that doesn't expire though, or you could do one. You for could a do year. a never expire. But you can't perpetually pay it though. Once someone pays it, it's done. That's true. Yes. Um, since we're looking at the WebAssembly, there's going to be a website for this, right? So yes. un- underneath the actual game window, uh, we could have it generate a. That's true. We could generate it outside of the environment. Yeah. That's true. Um, Yeah, if we do web... If we go that route, then that's what we'll have to do. It'll be easier then, too, because we... The alternative is the code will be running on everyone else's uh, computers individually, and so we'd have to get the sat... The... the, um, the invoice to them and then generate the QR code on that computer and display mm. it as a displayable. Mm-hmm. And that could be a pain in the ass. If it's 
if it only has to be done on the server we already control, then it's easier. Yes. And then Ellen Pay. What was that wallet? Uh, what was that? It was a lightning project that let you spin up a bunch of different wallets. Uh, there's Ellen Bits. Ellen Bits. That was it. I believe. I'm trying to think of how the distribution is going to work, and that's another aspect. So all of the people we have, I think most of the people we have on the team have their own nodes. And so if you're throwing stuff in the fountain, I think there's two options we could do. One is that it gets evenly split between everyone. Um, or we could, you know, we could send it a podcast index and, you know, I like supporting podcast yeah. index, but I'm not sure this is the right format for that. Right. Um, uh, well, and t- technically they're 1% split. They ask if you're using the API, you know, yeah. we're not using, this probably won't be, <laughs> this isn't a podcast. No. And it's uh, not calling upon podcasts <laughs> okay so but uh so, the f- okay. if we could make the fountain work with uh key send somehow i mean that would be ideal because then you know we have it then we can determine the splits just like you would in an rss feed ooh, 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 ooh. wait a minute and it's always good we don't have to generate an invoice with key send i got an idea okay how about this when you um when you do something with the fountain you, you flip a coin in the fountain um, it gives you an invoice to a random creator, and that's that takes out the middleman. And so over time, the distribution should even out so everyone gets a fair split. But what happens is every time you click it, it sends a sat. Maybe it sends it to you. Maybe it sends it to Metis. Maybe it sends it to Carolyn. You know, uh, but it's a random number generator chooses it in the game instead of how many people. A, how many people are on the project? Uh, I have a list. Let me. I have to add the other serpent, serpent and serpent. Um, it's opening right now. We're opening the documents live on the air. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> um, a few, quite a few. Eleven is uh, what serpent says. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, like- 14, 15, 16, 17. It's actually 17. Q is here. <laughs> uh, I like I like the, the randomly generated uh, choosing of them, but could you set it up so that the player can choose from three options to just wish, wish for something arbitrary and you could factor it into kind of like the way the uh, the index is set up between the the uh, creator or the podcaster, the producer, and the apps. You could have it be the music team, the writing team, and the art team. Ooh, inter-team rivalry. I like it. Mm. Software team would probably be in there, but we need to. There needs to be an independent audit to make sure they don't just send all the sets to themselves every time. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to figure out if we can't i don't know if we can't get like a, a key send option or some way that yeah. divides everything up or if we're not uh the alternative would be to have the fountain be a centralized location that nobody has and then we're splitting it out after the fact or something you know so here's let me pull in some game logic some gameplay uh stuff here 
there's a kind of movement you can do in these games called, it's called map movement, where what it's going to do is you start and you play the first scene and then you kind of kicks you back to a world map. And then it says, what do I want to do now? And you can go to the laundromat. You can go to work. You can go. And it's basically like in an RPG, you know, you say, I'm going to go talk to this person. I'm going to go talk to that person. Um, where you're kind of picking from a map or from a list of available choices. And so Mm -hmm. what you can do in that case is you can say, well, you know, to follow the story of the game, really you're going to the burrito shop and you see a scene there. And then when you're, you know, it sets some flags or something. And then you go to work and something happens there. And then if you go back to work after you've already left work, they say, what are you doing? You know, uh, work's closed, go home. You know, they kick you back to the map. And so with that situation, you you can have work, the burrito shop, home and the fountain as different items on the map that you can navigate to, uh, you know, at any point in the story. And and then even after the game's over, you can just kick back to the map. <laughs> and so you can sure. always go to the fountain and pay pay up later. Yeah, they never tell you, go home from the fountain. <laughs> it's never closed. <laughs> yeah, the fountain's open uh, 24 hours a day. Hey, you think we could get, uh, what's his name? The guy from Fountain is, it Roy, not Roy. Uh, Oscar. Oscar. Oscar Marion. Oscar, Oscar Mary. <laughs> Do you think he, he would sponsor the Fountain? Maybe. I mean, if we made it a Fountain logo, I would we'll put a Fountain logo on this bitch. Yeah, maybe, you know. It's the Fountain Fountain. Maybe little in-game uh, placement. I don't mean, uh, maybe maybe sponsor is the wrong word, but uh, see if he wants to do something. I don't know what what the hell we would do. We, we're not exchanging money here. It's just like, hey, let's do something fun. Okay, uh, going down the Things list. Things to think about, I guess, yeah. We got some great stuff from the music team. Uh, just so everyone who's listening to the podcast knows, we got um, some tracks coming in. We listened to them uh, off the podcast before. Uh, I don't want to play them on the recording, but we listened to them before that. And I like what I'm hearing so far. The art team has some... Let's see, Boobs, you have some backgrounds I know you want to talk about. Is that something we can talk about here, or is that something you want to talk about off the air? Uh, I can talk about them here, but let me, I'm going to actually post, uh, I kind of got cold feet and going in the direction with all of the hard lines for the backgrounds. Uh Uh-huh. So last night I started from scratch again on the cityscape, uh, downtown Wilmington. And I, uh, I'm trying to do something a little looser. Um, the picture is coming in the uh, artist thread here momentarily. Okay. I just got to pull it up. Yeah, I saw that, um, the hard line kind of trace with the cars. And so I, I like the buildings, but as soon as you got to the cars, they, they, um, you know, you don't see the curve of the front of the grill or anything, you know, it's a little, I can see oh, why, yeah. why it changed it, direction. The buildings yeah, look, uh... just the buildings look great though with the perspective. I like that part. Mm, right on. Yeah. Um, cool. That's, uh, that's posted now. Uh, so I, I still got the idea for the bars, the, the burrito joint. I haven't, uh, I haven't torn into it yet, but I got that time coming up on Saturday. I'm going to really, uh, flush out that one. The, um, burrito Casa or go, go Carritos. Carlito. <laughs> yeah, Carlitos. Yeah. Carlitos. Carlitos. Is that the official name now? Go, go Carlitos. I like it. Uh, a team um, meeting. Do we want to decide that? <laughs> well, there's, there's enough of us here. Do we have a quorum? Meet us. Do we have a quorum? <laughs> Robert's rules for totally getting nothing done. <laughs> I think I think we can. If someone has a better name, you can always they can fight for it. But I, I like Go Go Carlito because it's got go, an in joke. Go Go Carlito. 
The, um, I guess one thing that I'm, okay, so the Pillow Factory was straight up plug and draw, or plug and play uh, clip art in Photoshop. I literally just grabbed up all those items and dropped them and kind of arranged them. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. The second one, the the bar scene, the the 256 by 780, um, that one's a little bit of a combo of both. And then for the cityscape, I've been using a tablet and drawn in Procreate. So out of the three, is the tablet with the city, uh, cityscape, is that the preferred look or aesthetic that we're going for or do you like the photoshop look i like the hand-drawn look more than anything else okay uh i it's not to say i don't Agreed. like the photoshop i do like the, the the composite look um and but the hand-drawn stuff is uh, definitely taking the cake for me okay i will okay cool um all right I will. uh, It's got soul, man. It's got soul. (laughs) Yeah, and that's. I guess that was kind of my the part where I was getting cold feet with the um, uh, with the hard lines that that I was working on at first. Is uh, a there's a lot of just nitpicky detail that I'm trying to move past, and uh, I don't know. It just feels really rigid. The only worry I have is. burning you out by making you do a bunch of detailed drawings and revise them over and over. That's the only concern I have uh, is uh, just making sure that uh, I'm not, you know, that we're, we're doing something that's actually doable by the end of the project. Because the end of the project is March 31st. Right. And there's a couple different backgrounds to do and polish up and some other other work to do beyond that. Yeah. By my list from last time. Have we decided on uh, decided on any other scenic locations? The only ones I think that are in the script so far are he has a house uh, or an apartment or something like that. The protagonist does. There's the burrito shop, the outdoors. There is a um, pillow factory. Right. And we had a park. Park with a fountain. With a fountain. Yeah, park hey, with a fountain. The park with a fountain. Yeah. Park with it's fountain. fountain Park. Fountain Park. Oh, hey. Fountain Park. Fountain Park. It's got a name fountain now too. FM Park. <laughs> fountain <laughs> FM Park. Oh god, nice. this is so fun. Cool. We're having more fun than we should be allowed to have. That's all it is. Should that one be another wide, another two fifty or twenty five sixty by seven eighty? Um, the alternative to that would be there's two different pictures one is the general park and then one's a close-up of the fountain oh hell yeah okay um so it's like you you go to the park you click on the park map movement brings you there you're in the park and then you have maybe the option to talk to the bush or talk, talk to the bush or you can talk to the uh fountain that's this is gonna it's gonna yeah, the, the a crazy lady bush uh, vibe. <laughs> tries to get you to feed the birds for oh, tuppence a bag God. so Here's the thing. If we go to map movement, we have to have a dialogue engine, um, which is that means there's going to be characters standing around and they have to have the way that I've done this before. I did it for a game. I won't mention the name on the air. I've told I mentioned it to uh, meet us, I think. But it was um, it, it had characters you would talk to and you click on them. And he says, 
you know, a storyline, but if you keep clicking on them, it kind of cycles through three or four kind of silly lines or, you know, it's like clicking on the footman in Warcraft, you know, they just say stuff back at you. So that means there's another, a whole nother style of writing that has to happen where you have to have a character who has like the five canned lines and then decide when those change, like at different story events, maybe there's a different set of canned lines get cycled in. And then there's the storylines, and you have to make sure that you're always playing the storylines first, and then you revert to the canned line after. So it's not a huge feat of software development to do this, but what we had to do is define a class that that controlled, you know, a uh, a speaker kind of object, which you know was defined, you know, the that particular thing that you could load in all the lines, and it would refer to. Um, the different parts of the script, so it would be like, oh, play out this section, which is, you know, the, the subset of the script that has the canned line number one, and then come back. And so that, tying all that crap together in Rempi is not actually hard, but it takes some doing, especially if you haven't done it before. Uh, and time so, is a factor. Time is so. a factor. So what I can do is upload, when, it, when I also upload the UI in the script, I can also upload some source code for that. Um though it's not my source code, but I'll, I'll, I'll strip some stuff out and put it up there. Um, God darn it. Is there anything else we have to get through? We got art, we got software, we got writing. We just talked about before the show. Um, is that a wrap? Any other topics, concerns, boobs, do you have any other concerns, meetus concerns? No, uh, I can think of none for the show. I, I just uh, there's some other stuff I want to get a little more insight on, but uh, we can do that off air. Okay, um, or off show, whatever. Do we have any Bitcoin or podcasting 2.0 news to talk about? Uh, since yes, podcasting 2.0 went live. They used a live item today. Woo! Live. They were live. Uh, they're still gonna uh, bitch at us for not cool. doing that. Well, you know. Uh, we have the podcasting. What's it called? The uh, not the podcasting. The Bitcoin block party coming up on April twenty fourth. April twenty yep. fourth in Kansas City. I'll be there, uh, and Sir Spencer will be there. So if you're in the Kansas City, Missouri area, you can go find that and uh, come say hi. We'll have some merch and some other crap going on. Uh, so the merch will be the good stuff, and then the crap will be the stuff I have, and. Uh, We'll be hanging out doing Bitcoin transactions, Satoshi transactions. I used to just, I right. have to figure out what kind of app setup I need, what kind of what the infrastructure is. I gotta practice, man. I gotta practice making sales. Yeah, Spencer. bring bring your sats. Bring your sats. Come from far and wide. And also for those of you that listen to this show in particular and are interested in value for value streaming over sats, and you have a uh, body of work that you'd like us to be the ambassadors of at this thing. Like I'm willing to do that at, at my table that I'll have. So contact me, Spencer at bowl after bowl.com. We can figure something out because we're going to be talking podcasting 2.0. We're going to be talking our Ablecraft project and likely we'll be talking about cold acids painter story as well. Cause that'll be new ground broken between now and then. So yes. if you send um, a particular kind of show art that you like uh, from your, your podcast, obviously you don't send someone else's show art, but I think we're printing a banner still, aren't we, Spencer? Yeah, we're going to try and get a banner printed up for our table. So the art for that is not finalized, but what we could do is 
you know, add your stuff in so we have something basically to point to, or maybe we can print something out separate that has a, a montage, uh, a couple different blocks, a four by four of a couple different podcasts. We can say, hey, look at these guys. Oh, cool. Yeah. You know, uh, just to yeah. have on the table to point to. So when we're talking about podcasting 2.0, we can say, hey, it's not just us. Look, look at all these cool folks. Yes. All right, I think that that wraps us up for today. Uh, Midas, you got when something? It, when is that? Uh, when do I need to have my uh, Fun Fact Friday stickers to Spencer? Uh, <laughs> if you get them, if you get them, them to now. me, you can get them to me the night before, even, and I'll take them the next day. <laughs> but <laughs> what, uh, what, what date is it? Uh, it's on April twenty fourth. That's a Sunday okay. after four twenty Stoner Christmas. I'm okay, trying. So if I send them out now, we're good. I'm trying to have yes. my final. Um, I have a, a milestone to figure out everything I'm going to sell and everything I need to uh, to actually do this um, a week and a half beforehand. So I guess that would be Wednesday, April 13th is my deadline. For anything serious or important that is going to get done, I need it to be figured out before then. So we have a week and a half to you know make sure it's working. Definitely. Yep. All right. On that note, I think we got to wrap up here and... Uh, first Ablecraft, you know, with a guest. We went big. We had two guests. <laughs> Even though one snuck in the back door, eh? Thank you, bitch. <laughs> go big or go boost. All right. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Boobery and uh, Midas. And until next time, I've been Abel Kirby. And then I've been Sir Spencer. <laughs> <laughs>